I'm gonna switch off. Hello, I'm Lenny. Hi. Hey. Oh my gosh, I'm anxiety. Is everything okay? You're in my son. Power stays in the shadow. Unlikely. Literally scared to death. That's my weakness. <laughs> I don't think so. Movie news. Nobody's gonna notice you. That's your job. No offense. With Gareth Daly. I mean, some taking. Good afternoon to you, Gareth. Uh, hard to know where to begin today. It's been quite a week at the movies, hasn't it? Quite a week. We're post Oscar nominations, post snubs, yes. and uh, yeah, Conor McGregor has made his movie debut, so right. we have a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but look, we'll start with um, the one of the nominations for Best Actress, uh, and that's Lily Gladstone, hmm. who's has found her next role, which will see her join forces again with Martin Scorsese because she's going to star in a film called The Memory Police, which, an, which is an adaptation of a 1994 sci-fi novel. Now, the parable unfolds on an unnamed island where the majority of the residents are subject to collective amnesia. They endure a process of forgetting things with the amnesia enforced by an organisation called the Memory Police. Gosh, now, the okay. story yeah, follows as a novelist as she tries to hide uh, her editor who can still remember from the Memory Police while he encourages her to write a book. Sounds really intriguing. Mm. Reed Morano would have been involved in the likes of... Uh, the Handmaid's Tale uh, is on board to direct, and Charlie right. Kaufman has written the uh, the screenplay adaptation. Of okay, it. so says yeah. would executive produce. Interesting, but, yes, but there's Eddie Gladstone in there too. Yep. Very good. Now uh, we know them as, as buddies and filmmakers. Uh, ben, ben Affleck and Matt Damon. What are they up to? Yeah, they're going to join forces for a crime thriller called Animals, which Affleck will direct and Damon will star in. Um, um, ben won't have a screen role in this one, and they do sort of chop and change because if you remember they recently worked together on Air which he directed yes. and Matt Damon starred in uh, they, you know they hadn't worked for a long time we kind of see them as people who've worked together obviously from the Goodwill Hunting days but of course they hadn't worked together for two decades in terms of they came back for The Last Jewel which was Ridley Scott's film which they both when had roles Matt. in When we adopted Matt You only adopted Matt Yes We loved yes. seeing him around during Covid Absolutely. times didn't we Absolutely Yes <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> And of course they as we mentioned last week they're, they're producers on, on Killian Murphy's new film yeah. as well um, so yeah and um, Affleck is going to reprise his role actually in The Accountant they're going to do a sequel to that that was a popular movie uh, and that looks to be fast track that it's going to shoot and I suspect that Animals then will be the project that will follow that Ah oh, very good okay one for our younger listeners Bob the Builder Yeah and this is coming from the, the stable of Mattel who of course as we know had a good year and now they're concentrating a little bit on an animated feature and this is Bob the Builder as you say Anthony Ramos is going to play the title character in the film um, and it follows Roberto aka Bob who travels to Puerto Rico for a major construction job mm-hmm. Bob takes on issues affecting the island and digs deeper into what it means to build <laughs> sounds very deep so, it sounds very deep doesn't it for Bob the Builder yes. his journey is going to celebrate the vibrant and colourful textures of the Caribbean Latin nations and their people Jennifer Lopez is on board to produce oh. uh, the project alongside Ramos who says that the elements of the film are sort of inspired by his own uh, life. Now Mattel are very busy because we've mentioned them multiple times the types of projects that they're doing because they have a live action wait for it Barney film with Daniel Kaluuya (laughs) starring in it. Lena Dunham is doing Polly Pocket and Vin Diesel is going to be in Rock'em Sock'em Robots so they're very busy in terms (laughs) of getting all their projects to the big screen. (laughs) All right, I I am very excited about this next one and, and more interesting casting news do tell. 
Yeah, this is Julianne Moore, who's going to star alongside Tilda Swinton in The Room Next Door. The See, I'm first there. You mentioned those two, and then you're going to come to our director, and I'm there. Our, our director yes. are going to do their first English language feature, and that is Pedro Almodovar. Mm. So this is curious because he's done two shorts recently. Yeah. Uh, one called The Human Voice, which uh, Tilda Swinton starred in, premiered in Venice. And then he made the one with Ethan Hawke and Pedro Pascal called Strange Way of Life, mm. which screened at Cannes. And he said that the shorts were a testing ground to make him more comfortable with directing actors in English. So, of course, we know him for such great features as All About My Mother, Pain and Glory, Talk to Her, Parallel Mothers, and now, no, obviously, this love, sounds, love yeah, oh, sounds intriguing, That's exciting and really good casting. Wonderful. Dublin International Film Festival? Yeah, they had their launch of their programme earlier this week. They announced a 10-day festival running from the 22nd of February to the 2nd of March. There's a lot in the lineup of world premieres, special guests and the likes. I won't say too much because I know you're talking to to, to Gronje Humphreys later about yep. everything. But the, just to say that the, the festival will open with the premiere of Marion Quinn's Twig on February 22nd uh, and it will uh, close with Pat Collins's adaptation of John McGahern's That They May Face the Rising Sun. But more details coming up when you talk uh, to Gronje about everything that's in the programme. Indeed, it's a great uh, festival again this year. Uh, trailer Watch, uh, I don't know. Are you, you, are you ready to do I, this? I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> really You're don't. ready. Just um, hit play and Close your eyes. Okay, we'll just <laughs> see warn, what happens. To warn the listener, um, I don't know what Jake Gyllenhaal is doing in this because I'm a fan of his. And then who else do we have in this clip, Garrett? We have at the end of the clip. You will hear Conor McGregor. Yeah, I've been warned. Before we start, do you have insurance? What? Your coverage good? Like you have dental? Oh, haha. Is there a hospital nearby? Is it like too far? It's about like 25 minutes, I think. Sure. Ah. I just slapped you. Are you alright? So you like to fight? You ever win? No one ever wins a fight. Hey, fellas. Looks like you're having a shrinking. I got a tip for you. Don't let no one get this close. Once Knox is on the job, it's over, baby. (laughs) I I, I don't know what to say to you, Garrett. I think all we can say is maybe just go watch the trailer and see what you think. Uh, Look, there's a bit of a story around this now as well. I mean, I know you talked about Jake Gyllenhaal and and sort of saying, you know, why is he in it? But you do have a very good director here in Doug Lehman, a good good action director, you know, started off the Bourne series and whatnot. And, you know, this is a remake of the Patrick Swayze, Sam Elliott film from 1989, uh, Roadhouse of the same name. And basically a sort of similar plot here except you know brought up to date with a with a UFC middleweight fighter who then takes on this job um, in the roadhouse and as we heard there Conor McGregor making his uh, big screen debut in it the story here though is that Lehman's not going to be taking part in South by Southwest in March he's decided to boycott the premiere because he's kind of protesting against um, Amazon MGM who are declining to give the film a theatrical release he said that it had scored very 
very well and that it's it was lining up to be sort of one of their biggest hits. Problem here is, you see, he signed on to do the movie before the takeover happened oh, okay. of MGM and obviously with a strategy that Amazon are doing, he's not happy with it because they've decided not to release the film and it's going straight to the Amazon Prime platform March 21st. So he's making a big stand here because, you know, and it's not that he's opposed to streaming. Yeah. He has sort of said that. He's doing another project for Apple sort of straight after this. But what he said he's opposed to is that he feels that Amazon is gutting MGM and his theatrical business. Um, and he just doesn't like that. So, I mean, that's that's a fair mm. enough kind of point of view to take but you'd wonder will it damage him it just might make people more curious about the film as well that's exactly. the thing All right. just watch the trailer and see if you're still <laughs> curious it. All right. uh, let us go to the cinema and uh, new releases this weekend and of course the biggie stars two brilliant Irish actors Andrew Scott and Paul Meskell here they are in All of Us Strangers Hello Hi Saw so you looking at me from the street I'm assuming you're not with anyone. Never see you with anyone. This your mom and dad? Yeah. They died just before I was 12. I'm trying to write about them at the moment. How's it going? Strangely. Yes, Garrett, getting uh, rave reviews, all of us strangers. And nominated for six BAFTA awards. Unfortunately, missed out for those involved in terms of, of Oscars, but a lot of buzz around it. It is set in a, in a sort of near-empty tower block in contemporary London. Adam has a chance encounter with a mysterious neighbour, Harry, who sort of uh, punctures the rhythm of his life. You mentioned uh, the two great leads, but you also have Jamie Bell and Claire Foy also starring in the yeah, film. Yeah, and it is uh, important to mention all four because the four are excellent it has to be said um, I was in the lighthouse last weekend for the gala screening with Andrew Scott and Paul Meskell there in, in super form as people will know they turned up on the late late and Graham Norton and they were everywhere but um, they are a joy and they're, they're, I mean their performances are, are just outstanding it, it's a very strange but beautiful film it's sort of as you can even tell from uh, the clip there it's kind of a ghost story fantasy but it's also a heartrending study of, of grief and loss and loneliness Um Superb performances. I loved the attention to detail too of the sort of 80s era, the clothes, the music, the apartments. It, it takes the sort of final curveball finale towards the end that I wasn't quite expecting, but it has made me talk about it a lot. Anytime I meet someone, you know, it's one of those you go out and you talk about it and you try and work it out a little. Might not be for everyone, but uh, I thought it was very impressive indeed. That is all of us strangers. What else have we got? This is a a musical adaptation of Alice Walker's novel about the lifelong struggles of an African-American woman living in the South during the early 1900s. This is The Colour Purple, which of course we've seen on the big screen before. This is one you've also seen. Yeah, and this is the musical version. So it went from, as you say, that original uh, film to a a Broadway uh, production with songs. It it has a lot to live up to in terms of that original film being in our heads. Uh, Then you sort of see Oprah and Spielberg as producers, you know. Um, Mm. I I have, as you'll know, no problem with people bursting into song. But it's interesting. This is such a heavy story. If people are familiar with it, there's abuse, there's violence. I have to say early on, the musical numbers really jarred for me. I just, I found it hard to get into because it's it's such a heavy story, but it did work on, on Broadway, so it's sort of hard to tell. Having said that, I 
really impressive casting and storytelling. It's such a heartrending tale. It's well paced, uh, good production design and locations. We also in the film version, I suppose, get to see a little more of Celie's imagination. So we'll take a further listen to the soundtrack later and I, I might talk a little bit more about it. But that's the Colour Purple musical uh, also on the big screen. A few more to mention, Garrett. Yeah, we've a couple more to mention. There's a movie called Baghead. This follows the death of her strange father. Iris learns she has inherited a run-down centuries-old pub. She travels to Berlin to identify uh, her father's body. And Freya Allen, Jeremy Irvine, Peter Mullen, Saffron Burroughs and Ned Dennehy star in that film. Samsara, this looks like an interesting film. Its yeah. title is a reference to, to Buddhist notions of the cycle of life, death and, and rebirth. And in this, a soul travels from an old woman in to reincarnation as a goat on the coast of Zanzibar. An impressive experience that even has the viewer experiencing the film with their eyes closed at a certain point. So doesn't it sound pretty curious? And then Shia LaBeouf is on the big screen in Padre Pio. This is uh, World War I has ended, but events surrounding the first free election in Italy threatens to tear the village apart. Padre Pio struggles with his own personal demons, ultimately emerging to become one of Catholicism's most venerated figures. That's an interesting selection for you this week on the big screen. All right. You always leave us with a TV move. You're giving us a choice this week, Gart. (laughs) Well, do you know what? I just looked at it and I couldn't split them. So I said, you know what? I'll I'll let you choose (laughs) and I'll mention both for you. So the first one is about a pretentious 1940s New York playwright sells out to take a job writing a wrestling movie in Hollywood. However, he ends up stuck in a dilapidated hotel nursing a serious case of writer's block. And as he finds himself suspected in a murder investigation he seeks inspiration from a cheery fellow guest who may or may not be what he seems to be. This is a Coen Brothers drama called Barton Fink mm. and it stars John Turturro and John Goodman Judy Davis. That's on TG Carhart tonight at 9.45 okay. and virtually at the same time you could watch a story of a jobbing actress Mia and struggling jazz pianist Sebastian uh-huh. fall in love and attempt to realise their respective dreams in Los Angeles uh, this has Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling and, of course, lots of City of Stars. It's on RT2 tonight, 9.40. If you would like to watch, take your fancy with La La Land. So ah, there's your two very options. Good. Two great options. We'll have to hit record for one of them at least. Uh, Gareth, thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Aideen. 